This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to another episode of the Conversations Brewing Podcast with your hosts, Divya and Ravisha, two coffee-loving best friends who dive into weekly conversations on wellness, culture, and growing into your authentic self. As two healthcare professionals, children of immigrants, and humans always striving to learn more, they bring their unique complexities of their wellness journeys into this podcast space by sharing their stories and featuring other like-minded experts in the field. Always with a cup of coffee in hand, humor, and never-ending authenticity, Dive in with the two of them as they brew the kind of conversations that we don't have enough of, but that matter the most. So that that uncomfortable feeling kind of like eases a little bit that you're forgetting anything. And I also think like over the years, we've become high maintenance in in a certain way. And we just need certain things that Mm -hmm. we know that if we forget, like we'll be upset. So I just like try to set myself up with success in those types of ways where if I know if I write it down, I won't forget it. And if I like make sure that keep checking my list, I know that it, it will be packed. Every time we start, it's always like we're talking about a uh, technology problem. Oh my God, literally. It's just like, oh, this isn't working. That's not working. There's always something. And like, I feel like that's just like a theme for us at this point. Like we went into the psych field. Like we don't know what we're doing in terms of tech. It's not, not our strength. Like, true. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Today we have an exciting episode because it is the last episode we're going to do before Ravisha goes on a fun trip to Japan. So she's going to be gone for the next two weeks. So um, you are hearing this episode like two-ish weeks after we have recorded yeah, you might be hearing this episode when I'm still out of the country slash maybe coming back. So Yeah, something like that. But we're yeah. recording ahead of time. And so we have a topic that honestly I want to talk about because I get very stressed with taking vacations. And um, yeah, like why vacation can be stressful, especially with the summer travel coming up. I think that vacation can be something that really is stresses people out, brings anxiety. So let's talk about it. Yeah, I feel like whenever um, you and I are talking about like a trip that we're going on, like the week before, our texts are always like, oh, I'm so stressed. I have to like do this much. My to-do list is never ending. And I feel like that's probably a common thing with a lot of people that before a trip, you that's usually when you're just like, I feel like the week before, that's when you have so much going on, right? Work-wise, you're trying to wrap up a couple things before you leave and then getting ready for your trip. I feel like there's always so much prep that you need to do yeah and so it can be pretty stressful like I know this whole week for me I've just been on the go mm-hmm. and feeling like every day I'm like getting something done to get ready for my trip and as much as I'm like so excited to go I'm also like oh, man I just need a break but obviously my break is my vacation <laughs> Yeah, because we're wrapping things up for work, like depending on the kind of job that you have, they might not be working for two weeks. I know Ravisha's not like bringing her laptop or anything for the next two weeks. So she's going to be like totally off the grid um, in terms of work. So yeah, you have to both tie up loose ends with work, but then also there's so much packing and everything that gets gets in the picture, especially when it's international. 
Side note with the international travel, Ravisha is traveling with only check-in, sorry. No, carry-on bag. With yeah. carry-on bag. I I mean, I know she doesn't really have a choice, but I just that is wild to me. I'm the kind of person when I even go like domestic trips, I check in a bag. I have my big carry-on. I am a huge overpacker because that's just my own anxiety. I need to have everything for every possible situation. So that was what was also coming into my mind about this episode topic was how, I mean, we all travel in different ways, but the stress that comes with vacation is just inevitable. I think for many, the stress looks different person to person, but today I want to talk about why vacation can be stressful. And then also what are some simple things that you can do to make vacation less stressful? Because um, there have been a few things I've done that have really helped me the week of traveling or even just like coming back. And so that's actually not something I know what you really do, Ravisha. So this will be us learning about each other a bit. She was thinking that while you were saying that, because even though it is shocking that I'm only taking a carry on for like a 10 day trip, that's also like not that unusual for me because I've done it before when I went on my Europe trip as well, which was like, I think two weeks or a little over two weeks, something along those lines. I also just had a carry on. My gosh. And you and I are so different in that way. We're like, Ugh. if I need to make it work, I'll make it work. But for you, I will it's like, not. yeah, like you need, <laughs> you need a checked bag. And like, that's fine, right? Like, that's just the way you travel. And like, the that's what you need to make yourself comfortable. And I like, I do want to like reassure you with that. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like, it's just like the way that our mind works sometimes is so different. For me, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll make it work. But for you, it's like, no, like, that is a situation I don't want to put myself in. And that's fine too. Yeah. yeah. The biggest thing I really have learned about myself with travel in the past few years. And I don't know if it's the thing with just like adulting or for me, traveling is taking time off and I don't want it to be stressful. And I know that I am someone with especially travel situations. I get pretty highly susceptible to stress that I have there. And I know that some of these things are like, quote unquote, first world problems. Like I'm not going to say go get TSA pre-check and like this and that because yes that's helped me with some of my anxiety to be able to know that I'm going to get to my gate on time I know the airports really well I seriously like look up the design of like airports <laughs> the airport terminal no way. I, I did drop. Know that. yeah I just like want to know where everything is I want to know where the heck I can eat especially also just being gluten and dairy free I don't know right. what I'm going to be able to eat in the airport so I always look that stuff up ahead of time that what is what can I eat at the airport if there's not I bring if there's not many options in the terminal I'm in I bring snacks. So I definitely prepare a lot ahead of time. And so I've been doing that to just make my life easier. So I think that for people to just start like noticing what are your triggers with traveling and how can you take care of them ahead of time? Because for me, that's made travel a way more enjoyable experience than feeling just like flustered when Mm -hmm. I'm at the airport or leaving to the airport or even packing. Yeah. What is one thing for when you do travel like domestically or even internationally that is your thing that you have to do every time? This is like no matter what, like you need to set yourself up for success. I am really strategic with how I pack my purse. I have to have all the things that I need in my purse. That's really important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, the the looking at the terminals and feeling comfortable with what's there because the last thing I want to be is hangry. Um, I also, let me see, I'm giving you more than one because I do so many things with travel. 
<laughs> I have a thing. So I, this has really helped me too. I feel I, when I'm anxious, I get really like flustered with even my hands. And so I have my bag that I carry on my shoulder. And then I also have my kind of like fanny pack thing that I have around. So I put in the fanny pack thing, like my ID, my phone, my boarding pass, the things that I, and, and like a chapstick, like things that I need a bit more quickly accessible. And then my purse has my other stuff. So, um, I, I do that. And then also with packing, it's helped me when I will try to organize, um, like what are the first things I'm going to be using? I put at the top of my suitcase. So I just really try to be strategic and think about what to, and of course we can't predict everything, but with what I can predict, how can I easily access that so that I know where everything is and I don't feel flustered. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with that. So like my mentality is kind of the same way where the way things are organized is I can easily access the things I need to access without any problems. I'm like that type of person that doesn't want to make like the person next to me on the plane like uncomfortable if I'm like moving around. So like, like Divya said, I do the same things I know that I'll reach for more easily accessible and like things I know that I'll like grab right away from my suitcase that are on top. And I'm always, I feel like I'm always thinking ahead in the way where like I know exactly what time I need to leave for the airport. I know exactly. And I also give myself enough time in for security and like enough time to maybe grab food if it's possible before boarding. So like I, in my in my head, the way I travel is like with time. Everything has to go on time, and so then I can be good to go when it's time to like wait to board. Time yeah. means a lot for me. Yeah, that reminds me. Of, <laughs> I just feel like I do that so often. I go. I go very early to the airport I kind of just forgot that I do that so that is definitely a thing I do often too because yeah time the last thing I want is to feel flustered at the airport in terms of time because you can't predict some especially now I've noticed that travel is so because I think after COVID the airports can be really crowded and so you just like never know how long something is gonna take so it's really at least it sounds like for both of us helpful to get there a little bit ahead of time I just thought about this but like right now like it's only us that we have to take care of ourselves like going on a trip imagine like people with kids i know oh my god i this is absolutely not even comparable but the time that we traveled with kobe it was freaking crazy like raj was like he seriously was like i don't know how we're gonna do this with kids <laughs> so frustrated and like dragging kobe around and he would get uncomfortable in his little crate thing so then we have to take him out and then like you know like go to the, the little potty area and it's just like things like that that is so it's a dog you know what i mean it's not even that hard in comparison <laughs> to a child and after that we both were like because before we took kobe we were thinking oh my gosh we could do so many trips and we can now take kobe and this will be so fun we can bring kobe everywhere we go and then after that trip, we were like, no, maybe once a year for coming home for the holidays. That's it. We're not going to be anymore. So yeah, if you have kids, seriously, like props to you on that. I've heard that planning and packing ahead of time is so helpful, like important for with, with kids, especially yeah. if you're packing for more than one person. Honestly, I feel like I pack half the time for Raj too, because he forgets half the things. It'll be like, did you pack this? Did you pack? Even he, when he was going to his bachelor party last weekend, I was like, did you pack boxers? Did you pack a shirt you can take on the boat? Did you pack your sunglasses? And each thing he'd be like, oh yeah. Oh crap. And he'd go running back and getting things. So honestly, I feel like I pack for two when I go. (laughs) That's hard. Yeah. I also like one of the things I do too, is like make a to-do list like a week before usually. Mm -hmm. And like, 
I, cause like I'm the type of paper where I'm the type of person that needs visualized things in a way, but also like if it, if I write it down, then like it's in my head better. Like I know that I need to grab it. And then also it's kind of like nice checking things off. Like as you go, as like you're packing them and you know that you have it. So that, that uncomfortable feeling kind of like eases a little bit that you're forgetting anything. And I also think like over the years we've become high maintenance in certain in a certain way and we just need certain things that mm-hmm. we know that if we forget like we'll be upset so i just like try to set myself up with success in those types of ways where if i know if i write it down i won't forget it and if i like make sure that keep checking my list i know that it it will be packed yeah what about post vacation for you because i'm thinking for me post vacation now uh, coming back a day earlier has been something that I've been really trying to do. Sometimes, obviously, flights are just like so expensive. I can't do that. But if I'm starting work on Monday, coming back on a Sunday morning or, you know, before I would come like morning of where I had when I had to start work. So now giving myself at least like 12 to 14 hours to readjust. And then also, oh, my gosh cleaning your house before you leave. I know this, I don't do that every time, but the times that I come back to a clean house, it feels so amazing. So those are two things I've started to do post vacation to like adjust a bit more. What have you, like, do you have anything that you do post vacation or help you to settle back into the routine? Yeah. So I also come back to a clean place, but like, that's like not unusual for me. Yeah. You're normally, your place is clean 24 seven. Yeah. But like, (laughs) I, I make sure like I, cause for anyone listening, like I'm technically, I'm leaving tomorrow. So like today I'm doing a lot of the things I need to do. And on my to-do list to do is like to make sure that the place is literally so clean because I agree, like when you come, cause you're going on a vacation, right? And like, you're going to relax, like decompress, basically take a trip. So you don't want to come back to chaos or like, you know, your place, you know, all over the place. Like then it almost takes away from the relaxation in a bit that you just experienced. Yeah. And um, another thing I do, which I know is like pretty unusual, is that as soon as I come back, like that day, like no matter what time, I unpack everything right away. Oh my gosh, I know. Every- You're like- everything is put away in it where it goes. And then like I'll go to sleep and like the next day it's like I almost like didn't even go on a trip because everything's just like back in its place. The- you know, something so funny. My suitcase is still sitting right there from when I took to Vegas. And I went to Vegas, everyone, literally over a month ago. And my suitcase still has some stuff from Vegas in there. It's not everything, but just some of my stuff from Vegas is still sitting there. It's so funny because there are definitely different types of people. And some people, mm-hmm. because for me, and I, I was having this conversation with Emily because she's also like you, that she immediately unpacks. And I was like, for me, it's easy because some of the things that I really just bring, I guess, on vacation, I just leave it in my suitcase so it's ready for the next time. <laughs> like, I don't have to really fully unpack, but... Um, yeah, we're all just different with how we do it, but I think it's like whatever brings you comfort to ease yeah. back into, you know, your day, your day. Yeah. Life. For you, like, that's not a thing that you need to do for yourself to feel better is like unpack. So like, why do it? Right. Like eventually you're going to get to it. It's going to happen at some point, but yeah, point, probably when I'm going on my next trip. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know something really interesting that I had, um, read and one of the things that I'd read can be really helpful to to like a practice to do when you're on vacation to minimize stress even during vacation is to take a lot of photos when you're on vacation and then review and post them only post vacation like not needing to post while you're on 
Mm. Oh, yeah, um, with, with being, like, on social media. Yeah, yeah. And I used to feel this pressure before to a post while I'm doing things. And I still post on trips. But I let myself, like, post or put my photos together or caption, like, when I'm in bed after the day. And it's not, yeah. oh, I just took this photo. I need to post it on social media. It felt a lot more like that before. But that's been something that's been an interesting reframe. And I honestly have been seeing more people doing that. And I think that's really great as a society, at least with what I've seen, is when people are on trips and they take all their photos and then they kind of do like a little bit of a photo dump at the end of the day or at the end of their trip. So you can actually be present in the moment and you're not like glued to your phone. Yeah. That's like one thing I'm really looking forward to do on this trip is to like, yeah, minimize the phone time, kind of what you're saying. Just obviously I'm going to take pictures and videos and all that stuff. But yeah, like it's mainly like just for myself. But then, yeah, if I want to post them, it'll be like at the end of the day or maybe even like later on. I really want to. I was like telling this to my friend, but like I haven't taken a vacation like this in a while because like all my trips last year were like bachelorette trips or like going on a trip for like a a wedding, like a destination wedding. I haven't fully been able to take a vacation and vacation like this in a while because like I've just been busy with other things for me I'm really like setting my intention with going on this vacation with I want to really just like enjoy my time in this going to Japan it's like really cool like I want to really like take it all in and not really worry about anything else like I just really want to like be in the moment and sometimes that can be hard for me because you know, it's like hard not to like your mind like wanders everywhere. But I'm really that's like really going to be my focus this trip. Yeah, I love that. And that really just being intentional with how you can keep your mind where it needs to be to also because all of us are going on vacation with different levels of stress. Some of us really need to Mm de-stress. And maybe that looks a little bit different. Um, I know that this might not apply as much because you kind of have a bit more of like a planned trip and you're going with other people. But um, to be to also just like notice your Mm -hmm. energy levels and do things within what's helpful for you I'm thinking about this specific situation with um someone I I was working with last year and that they were really stressed about vacations over the summer because one they really they vacate they wanted to relax a little bit more on vacation and they also wanted to spend less money on vacation than people around them Mm -hmm. we really worked on how you can do what is within your means I just I think that so much we feel this pressure and obligation like I have to do XYZ, I have to spend all of this money and do these things. Like, Do what's best for you. That might be different than what's best for other people, but where you go on a trip might be different. I think it's so important to just like really tune into what is okay with you. Because at the end of the day, you're going on a, on a trip where you're taking time off. So you want it to be really able to meet your own needs, mm-hmm. not meeting the needs of like a group or what other people want of you. Because then you're meeting their needs and then you might be even more stressed out after your trip. Yeah. And it's like sometimes hard when you're going with a group of friends as well. And if you're all on different pages, like if like, you know, a couple of people want to like be the type of people where they're like out all day and like do all the things. But then there's also people that like just want to like, yeah, you know, not do that and just like relax a little bit more. Like that's always hard. I feel like finding people to travel with is difficult. It's very hard. You can only travel with a few people. And another thing I learned about myself, the older I've gotten is that I'm a very like one-on-one type of travel person or like with another couple or something. Like I'm not very great unless it's a bachelorette party or something, you know, where there's a shared goal and mission that we're like celebrating one person. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to do these big group type of things. And that's just for my own needs. I'm just like my social battery gets drained or I feel too much of my own pressure of, oh, I want to make sure other people are having a good trip. And I just know that's 
like how I am. So, and I just have found that I enjoy trips where I feel like I, I used to feel pressure that I need to include everyone and in everything I did. Um, and I can think of a few examples where I've done trips and I think like, oh my gosh, I should include so-and-so and I should include so-and-so. But now I've been realizing that it's okay to take smaller trips and it also take bigger trips at time, like do what's best for you. And I say that because like, I know you're taking a bigger trip with bigger groups of friends, but I feel like you've done that before. And you're like, yeah. you can do that. Like, that's very, like, you're more a person who can do that. But, mm. you know, I think before I used to try to force myself to do that kind of stuff, but I'm just like, okay, that for me doesn't feel as rejuvenating. Yeah. So yeah. letting yourself just do what meets your needs. I think that's like the bottom line. We always feel pressured to do things for other people, but do what's like best for you. And that might be different than another person. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I that's already like kind of hard to recognize that yeah. and I you recognize that maybe after a couple of trips or just like knowing like what works best for you and like there's nothing wrong with sticking with what works best for you like at yeah. the end of the day it's your time like you should worry about yourself in these kinds of situations exactly it's really funny though Divya and I have never taken a trip together yet which is like something we've been like dying to do but with literally our schedules it just because we want to do like a one-on-one -on -one trip basically and we're always like, okay, like, let's try to figure out basically a time or a place to do it. And like, we were close this year of like, kind of trying to figure it out. I know out. we were about to do that LA trip. Yeah. But then like everything kind of, I think it was on my end. It was like the reason why it didn't work yeah. out. I'm like, we're so determined to still take a trip with you. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, when is it going? Probably the next time we, we do like a trip together is going to be, I don't know, like Anika Nyash's wedding next year. Because we'll be at the same. Oh my god! I mean, I really hope not. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny because we've end up taking trips with so many other people, and then we've yeah. never taken a trip together. <laughs> I did tell her she owed me a trip to Banff because I basically had a trip planned to Banff, but then she was getting engaged, so I had to cancel my trip. So she, you do, you do owe me a Banff trip. I know I do owe you a Banff trip, but but you gotta. I I need to find a weekend that you can make time for me. <laughs> Thank yeah. you on your trip. Seriously. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, just do what's best for you. I think that's something that, and I hear so much in, even with sessions of summer comes, we get excited for trips, but there's also this anxiety because even another big one is how late to stay out. Um, I was telling Ravisha about this when I went recently to Vegas. I had seriously one of the best trips I've ever taken because all of us were so on the same page and none of it we never we didn't go out any nights we just like went to dinner and had drinks at dinner and it didn't feel too rowdy of a trip and it just felt like it really served all of our needs and we were if we were tired we would say hey I'm feeling kind of tired like I'm gonna go to bed earlier like no pressure or we would wake up on the times we wanted to wake up and it was just very our schedule and I just feel like that is so to really be yeah it's to just share your needs with your friends too I think that we don't need to put so much pressure on ourselves we can just share with our friends what we need and just do you can still have aspects of of your own routine and so yeah I I, the, I realizing that and knowing what my needs are and actually sharing them and making sure I prioritize on that vacation has really helped because that's one of the biggest stressors I see people have is because they're like oh my gosh I don't I don't want to like, what if I don't want to drink as much or if I don't want to spend as much money or want to go to bed earlier. And it's like, you can still do that. Just do what, you know, makes you happy. Mm -hmm. I feel like the theme of this is put yourself first. Yeah. Cause you're going on a trip. Like you're taking your time off probably, you know, I don't know if everyone has things like PTO, but if you're doing that, you're using your precious time. So like make yeah. sure that for you feels refreshing. Right. Like you never want to come back from a trip and be like, 
man, like that wasn't like the trip that I wanted. Like that's uh, the worst feeling. I, and like for people that felt that, like that sucks, right? Like you don't want to come back and be like, I regret going on that trip. Yeah. Yeah. And so to take the time for you, what you need to do. And maybe even if you've never thought about that, like when you go on a trip this time to think like, what is bringing me joy? What are these mm -hmm. routines that are helping me adjust into vacation. And then what are things that help me when I come back? Cause mm -hmm. we not, we're never going to know these things about ourselves unless we're curious about it. Yeah, exactly. And it kind of sounds like kind of silly to ask yourself these questions, but you learn a lot by your, a lot about yourself when you do mm -hmm. you know, traveling is like a big part of our society. Like it's something a lot of people do. And even if you don't like traveling, then you'll like figure that out too. And you'll realize like, yeah, I'm not much of a traveler. Like yeah. it's not for me. And like, that's fine. But then at least, you know, like if you don't know, then it's harder to like determine that yeah. as well. Exactly. And like whatever travel looks like you too. Cause I know for our examples, I guess we're talking about like getting on a flight and taking trips international, but like mm -hmm. Flights, you know, I know that also comes with just like an overall privilege. You can do that. So whatever trip, I look at trips like going on the weekend away to like upstate yeah. New York too. So anything you're doing to be able to just like do that, even yeah. if you're on a weekend trip to be able to. Some people also like love road trips too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My Rock family, my family used to love them. Oh my gosh. We, we were the road trip all the time. We would road trip all the time from Illinois to freaking Florida for Disney World. And I'm just like, I, oh, those were the worst. Oh my God. Yeah. If I don't know, I think that growing up, that was like really common that like instead of taking flights, it was driving to places. And yeah, like our families used to literally drive from Illinois to Florida for a Disney World trip. So it's wild and all of it to just like now I look at it too it just like I don't know immigrant parents struggles the way because like when my dad travels he was always like obviously no work no problem we'll take a flight yeah so I know like even for us we would drive all the time and I think that's kind of like the immigrant parents struggle in a way <laughs> but now obviously our families are in you know great gratefully different financial statuses but um yeah my dad would be like oh well because it was cheaper to drive four of you the four of us than to take yeah a flight and you know, just to like think about that. Oh my gosh. And I remember then I would be so angry. Like, oh my gosh, I've been in the car for all this time. But you yeah. know, whatever it looks like, Raj, Raj is more into road trips. Like he did a road trip from California to Massachusetts with his friends and had a freaking ball. And I'm just always like, thank God you did that with your friends because can you imagine me going from California to Mass? And they stopped at all the national state parks. Like that part sounds kind of like cute and fun, but sure. Like I'll take a flight between two and like use my points or something just because I can't sit in a car that long. Yeah, same. I remember as a kid, it used to be like very like, gruesome, like the road trips because I mean, everyone is fighting with everyone on the trip. Like me and my sisters would like literally bother one another like so much. And my parents would be like in the front screaming at us, telling us like be quiet and Dropping to not them fight. Off on the side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, empty threats. <laughs> yeah. So like whatever it looks like to you to just let that be, because I also, and I know that we're, we're, we're talking a lot about this, but the other thing that a vacation looks different person to person, don't see what you don't, don't go off what you see on Instagram. Oh yeah. I'm like, Oh my God, wish I could take a trip like that. It's just like you, you look at your own reality, look at your own means, look at what is your own budgets for trips. And Mm -hmm. that has been really helpful to look at things that way instead of trying to compare being like okay their life is different their budgets are different their means are different what they can do is different it doesn't mean that I have anything like you can meet your needs no matter what the budget is you can meet your needs with a little budget when you mm -hmm. just 
drive 10 miles and just do what's helpful for you. But yeah, really try to not compare yourself. Excited for you and your Japan trip. I'm excited to see the Instagram updates when you do choose to be on Instagram or she said she'll be posting and highlighting her trip on her account. So follow her at Raise Rabisha. I'm so yeah. excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be really great to see. And I'm really glad that you're taking the time off and doing things that are going to hopefully be really rejuvenating for you. Yeah, I will admit right now I'm feeling a little bit anxious just because it's the day before. And I'm like not really fully packed, but I know once I pack and mm-hmm. everything's like shut in the suitcase, I will feel a lot better. Right now, the situation is like all my clothes are out and like kind of just sitting on top of the suitcase. So they need to be. Oh, I know that. I know that phase. (laughs) Yeah. So working on that. But yeah, um, I guess we will also we said like summer is starting and I feel that's when a lot of people start traveling and stuff as well. So sometimes it's nice to know that travel anxiety is real, like prepping for a trip is hard. And we just wanted to talk a little bit about that on here. Yeah. Yeah. And so whatever your trips or travels look like for you, um, that you can just at overall find a way that it can meet your needs and hopefully that it can be a stress buster in some kind of way. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I know as speaking of stress busters, I don't, you guys can't see, but Kobe's sitting on my lap. She's been like cold, like literally snuggled up to Kobe this whole time. It's so cute. I know he's literally, he's seriously my emotional support dog. I mean, he actually is because I do have a letter from my therapist because he, <laughs> I, 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 be, not even anything. I know she is like, this poor dog is her emotional support <laughs> dog. So it's like not even like she's lying about it. Like, all the reasons she like stated of Kobe to be supporting my anxiety. I'm just like, that's, it is true. You guys support each other's anxieties. Yeah, he has anxiety. I have anxiety. We just support each other in this journey we call life. <laughs> all right, everyone. So we're wishing Ravisha an amazing trip to Japan. And then we're going to be recording in two weeks, but you will be hearing from us weekly. So yeah, thank you for your support. And we'll see you, Ravisha, when you're back. Can't wait. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Conversations Brewing. We hope you take some moments to reflect on our episode with some coffee in hand. New episodes of Conversations Brewing come out on Tuesdays. We'd love to hear from you about what resonated with you and what you want to hear more about. So let us know on Instagram at our account at Conversations Brewing. If this episode was helpful, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast and continue to tune in weekly. We so appreciate your support and we'll brew some conversations with you next week. have to tell you about these miniature gun models called goat guns. My guy loves building and collecting them. I was most surprised by the complexity of these models. They're really high quality. His dad and friends always ask about it, and if you ask me, these get a little too much attention around here. Shop for yours at GoatGuns.com. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.